Welcome to the Virulent News Toxic Habits and Attitudes Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne Bibbs. If this is your first time listening, welcome. If you've tuned in before, welcome back. In this podcast, we examine all the things that we allow to interfere with our pursuit of our dreams and the indulgence in our passions. Procrastination, fear of trying something new, the belief that we may not be good enough, ridicule from our family, friends, and even strangers, and all the other toxic habits and attitudes that get in our way. And we all have things that we must do on a day-to-day basis, but we often forget that we can make room in our lives for the things that we enjoy. Your life is more than just a collection of your responsibilities, and in this podcast, we strive to remind you of that. Joining us today is an actor, playwright, and the creator and host of Dishing Tea with Big Meech. Please allow me to introduce Mr. Demetrius Taylor. Hello, Demetrius. Hey, 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 what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. How you doing? It is all moving and grooving. All right. (laughs) Yes, Lord. For those of you who don't know, Demetrius uh, originally uh, was a resident of the uh, Metro Detroit area in Michigan. And uh, I had the honor and pleasure of performing with with uh, Demetrius on uh, on the stage, local stage here. Demetrius is a very very fine performer, uh, but uh, along with that, as I mentioned, he is the host of his own show, Dishing Tea with Big Meech. Demetrius, uh, can you tell us a little bit about how that came about? Well, um. It came about because, if I'm being completely transparent, it was it was sheer jealousy, okay? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> sheer jealousy. There was an organization here called the Big Dogs, and it's still around. It's a social group mm-hmm. um, for plus-size men. And they had sent out advertisements about joining our radio show. And I looked, I like, I know they're not making that kind of money when they got a radio. What are you talking about, right? (laughs) And so uh, that's when I was introduced to Blog Talk Radio. And so at that time, when you logged on to Blog Talk, they gave you the option to either log on as a listener Mm -hmm. or you could log on as a host. And I said, a host? Mm. So that gave me the idea to see what this was. So I filled out the application. I mean, the the um, the uh, the the well, I'm say application, just to be a host. And so, because I've always wanted to get into voiceover work, I said, "Well, okay, this will just be something that I would do, and and to cut my chops and to build a reel." Mm-hmm. I had no clue that God would let this be the vehicle that would take me into the places that it took me into. Because uh, when I started, yes, I would get, you know, people to come on to the show or whatever. But then when I started getting the kind of celebrity that said yes mm-hmm. to wanting to come on the show, it grew and it grew. And so now we're 14 years in. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, let me let me tell you, when I when I first saw you, I'm talking about when you when you first walked in the door uh, to our our. Uh, our play where we were rehearsing mm-hmm. and I looked up <laughs> and and saw you like good grief look at this dude 
but, you know, but when I heard you speak, that's when I knew like, okay, this, this dude is serious. This is for real. Wow. You know, that voice of yours. Yes. Uh, I can, I can honestly say you had the right idea when, when you thought of doing your own show, when you thought of hosting, uh, because you're, you know, you, you definitely have, first of all, a physical presence, but you also do have that vocal presence and no, it's just, that's just the way it is, man. And you know, for when you are used to performing on stage, you're used to, uh, projecting and building that presence anyway. Exactly. But you didn't have a whole lot of building necessary. You kind of walked in with it. <laughs> so it's God given, and, and I try not to take it lightly, mm -hmm. you know, and I try not to let my vanity get in the way of it because, you know, we're human beings and it can. Uh, I guess it can. Yes, it can. I do know some of what some of my limitations are that I try not to let be limitations. And yet, you know, I still want to stretch the boundaries of what it can become. Now, like like being like other human beings, I procrastinate like I'm probably the king procrastinator. Mm -hmm. OK, and may not take advantage of everything the way that I ought to. However, at 53, I've learned how to uh, take advantage of, of opportunities and um you know still on the journey of not not necessarily having mistakes but letting all of my my uh experiences become learning lessons and so we just learn from what we did and then uh move forward you know what worked what didn't work okay don't do that again do a little bit more of that and uh press forward so there you go that's where we are now you there know? you go good message because that's exactly what uh the theme of this show actually is, you know, not letting something stop minor mistakes. Forget about the fact that people will often try to discourage you from doing what you want to do. But from time to time, there will be a setback or two and exactly. you can't let that get in the way. And since we were talking about uh, discouragement and, and so forth, when you told people that this is what you wanted to do, what was the general reaction to it? <laughs> listen when i wanted to go into entertainment mm -hmm. i tell the story often my great aunt my grandmother's sister aunt willa may god rest them that whole that whole generation is now ancestors now mm -hmm. uh she sent me a wonderful thank you she said oh demetrius that's nice that's real nice but you need to go down to the county building and get you a good job with the county. <laughs> now, that acting is nice, mm -hmm. and that's good, but you go down there and get you a good job. Now, they down there, and they hire me for clerk typist. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you know how to type real good, and she sent me the, the article out of the classifieds, okay? Mm -hmm. And she sent me bus fare. Wow. <laughs> To and from at that time, getting on the bus in Detroit was a dollar and a quarter at okay. that time. Mm -hmm. so she sent me two dollars and fifty cents and the ad from the classified section. And I had to go down to the county building, not the city county building, the one down the street of the one over there on Monroe. Mm -hmm. I had to go to the to the county building to mm -hmm. apply for that job. And God help you, honey, if I did not they were going to be held to pay. So I went down and obliged her, but that, 
(laughs) (laughs) That has been the kind of responses that I've had any time that I wanted to buck the system, if you will, or Mm -hmm. go against what mainstream society or what the norm was supposed to be. That's the kind of resistance that I've had. Well, yeah, kind of like making sure that you have something to uh to support yourself with in the event that whatever you're trying to do doesn't necessarily work out the way that you plan but still she said what she say that's nice that's but nice. but but go on and and do this too and get you a job go down there and get you a county job now like I said, that's my grandmother's sister mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. that did this so we have to understand the generational uh, times and as you just said, it wasn't that she was doing it, you know, to be persnickety or anything. She sure, was looking out for my best interest, right? And knowing the the generation that she comes from, it was all about making sure you go out there and get you a good job because I was a man, you know, mm-hmm. and a man needs to go out there and get a good job so you can take care of your family. Right, that right. there was the idea behind it. Yeah, it tickles me though because. You know, the man that I am and the man that I was becoming at that time, a lot of folks didn't understand it and they wasn't going to. And then, too, that particular generation did not see entertainment as the vessel because for so long, you know, they come up from the Amos and Andy and the Step and Fetches and all of that. Right. Where entertainment was not seen in good light for black folks because we were seen. Uh, derogatorily in that particular generation. Mm -hmm. So me going into entertainment was a no-go. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And so understanding that, you know, we, we, that's why I went down there and obliged her. And and listen, that those are the elders. You do what you're told. (laughs) Yeah. That's do what you're told. I understand. And even though my heart wasn't in it and I knew they wasn't going to hire me and I didn't flub the test. I did not flub it on purpose. Mm -hmm. I just, it was not what they were looking for. And I knew that. Okay. But she didn't come out and say, okay, honey, no, don't do this. Right. It was <laughs> it was more like, okay, all right, this is what well, you want nice, to do. But, but in addition, yeah, yeah, do make make sure you got this set first. Exactly. But and 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 that's that's really the key. There's going to be a lot of things that you have to do. Exactly. And so you go ahead and do them. But that exactly. doesn't mean you have to give up on everything else that you want to do because you're taking care of this. You know, it's a it, delay or a deferment is not a denial. They, they, ooh, ooh, there you go. I yeah, like that. I, I guess I do. Delay or deferment is not denial. Absolutely. And many times, a lot of us, you know, have to swallow that piece of medicine. Now, I have many celebrity friends that we've all went to high school together. You know, uh, the singing group Brownstone. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the lead singer Nikki Gilbert, she and I went to high school together, along with Dwayne Barnes, who was best known as the crackhead from Minister Society. <laughs> uh, he was wow. in the class at Cody High School. Right. Uh, the lead, where he's now the new bass singer for the Spinners, Jesse Peck. Uh, he you know, he was also part of the Trope Desire. We were all in the same drama class. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us have come out of greatness in high school. Mm-hmm. And they went on to do their thing. And I had a late start. You know, I'm helping around the house, helping my, my, my mother with my siblings and carrying on. Nothing wrong and with that. My my path was not to go and follow them out to Hollywood, Leon. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I got I went through a whole mess of a depression about that. Oh my God. When when I ran into Nikki's sister at I was at Northland Mall mm-hmm. and she comes, she said, Oh, you got Nikki's new song? I said, Excuse me. And you know, I had heard that they were struggling, right? The last I had heard from her, she was struggling and carrying on. And in my soul, that kept me normal. That was like, oh, okay, well, they still struggle. They still trying to make it. You know, I'm good. And then she come handing me the cassette single called Pass the Love and handed me that. And I got into this depression. I was like, oh, my God, everybody is out there doing it. Even my friend, my friend Pete, you know, who I call my, he's, I call him one of my sons. Uh, he was he was an extra in uh, in the, the movie um, uh, Men is, uh, Boys to Men. I mean, Boys in the Hood, rather. Mm-hmm. So I and I found him. So you know, everybody out there doing their thing, doing their thing. And here I was, and I was like, Oh my God, we was all supposed to be doing this together. And why wasn't I this? And why wasn't I that? And it just wasn't my time at that moment. And then too, not just it wasn't my time, but also some of the decisions that I made, some of the procrastination, some mm-hmm. of the fears. Mm-hmm that I had harbored, you know, got in the way and it wasn't my time. So here we are now come 2009 when I'm here in Atlanta and I started the radio show, you know, I come down here and I got into some things. I, I got into some movies here and, mm-hmm. you know, some extra work and this, that, and the other, but it's the radio show that afforded me the luxury to say I met celebrities, I met here, you know, to say that I've interviewed Stephanie Mills and I've interviewed Debbie Allen and I've interviewed Fantasia and I've interviewed uh, uh, Shantae Moore and Faith Evans, uh, you know, Sinbad, you know, mm-hmm. and yes, yeah, oh, you, yes, yeah, Sinbad, you know, he's been on the show twice, and God, God, give him the strength to get up out that bed, Lord. I'm, I'm pulling for him uh, for his recovery. Yes, you know, and the number of people that have that I've been able to to touch in the way that I've touched, uh, that there is is how all of this came about, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful and I'm and I don't take it for granted at all. Uh, moving down here to Atlanta was was some of the the gusto that I needed mm-hmm. to to get me into me. You know, I for so long I have been one who have always put others before me, but I helped my mother raise my siblings. So that nurturing spirit is a part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So that has always been me. But when I moved here, it was time for me to do me. All right. So the luxury of Atlanta has allowed me to get the radio show up and running, um, afforded me to get on the, I, I wasn't on the red carpet, but they let me go to the Soul Train Music Awards when it was last year. Wow. Um, you know, and, and, and to Hobsnob here and there, I've written two books. You know, I, you know, I did write a play and I had wrote my play like 20 years ago, but me moving here to Atlanta gave me the discipline that I needed because we never did put it on until 2014 when I came home for 2014, 2014. Mm-hmm. And we did my play No Time for the Pain down at uh, 1515 in Broadway. And then we did it again here in Atlanta in 2015. So the move and the adjustment that I needed to, to quite frankly, grow up mm-hmm. was what I needed to get me where I am today. Wow. Okay. So is that is a, again a powerful message. That is a powerful message. Listen, want to shift gears just a little bit now because while uh, we we talked about you being an actor and uh, you're a playwright, uh, but there's something else that I, I 
kind of held on to because I, I wanted you to talk about this at length. Uh, Demetrius, ladies and gentlemen, is running for mayor of College Park, Georgia, correct? Yes, that's right. Okay, now I'm going to take off my podcast host hat and I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to put on my uh my slightly more snug journalism hat. Okay. And I'm going to, and I'm going to talk to you uh as a candidate rather than a guest. All right. So, uh in the few minutes that we have left, Mr. Taylor. Yes. As a candidate for mayor of College Park, what would you say are some of the major issues that uh, that need to be addressed and how would you go about dealing with those issues? Well, one of the major issues that we have here is the disconnect that the city of College Park is having. College Park is comprised of four wards, and within those four wards, we have a citizenry of about 14,000 people. And uh, our current administration, the incumbent, uh, though she has the ear of some, she does not have the ear of all. And what we have been experiencing has been a divide between the wards. And one of my slogans that I tell everybody is do the math. One plus two plus three plus four equals one college park. And the divide that we have is that a lot of people, particularly within the apartment communities and within a lot of our senior citizen communities, and I hate to make this comparison, but it appears to be that way because of where it is. Uh, it seems as though our African-American constituency feels as though they are not being heard. 100% of the time, and that their goals and their aspirations and their concerns about how they wish to see the city grow is not being heard or taken uh, seriously. Okay, and, and if you were as as mayor, uh, then you're saying that they would have more uh, more of your attention, so to speak, for the concerns that, that face so to them. Speak, yeah, no, that, that's exactly it. Okay. One of the things that, and I take this personally because what's, what's unique about, one of the things that's unique about my candidacy is that like 75% of the people here in College Park, I'm, I'm a renter. I don't own a home. Mm -hmm. And I live in the apartment communities. And during this election season, unfortunately, the last time that we saw the incumbent in our apartment complex was the last time that she came here to campaign. Mm. which was four years ago. And so because of that, now all of a sudden we have you at our doorstep with your door knockers and you, you and or your team, mm -hmm. um, you know, at our doors. And it's like, okay, why is it that, you know, this becomes an issue since because we are in an election cycle. As you said, as I said earlier, you know, we've created the radio show. And one of the things that I, that I do know is that talk radio is the thing for a lot of senior citizens. We all come up in the, in the talk radio era. era. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I do know is that when people are at home and on the telephone, they feel a little bit more freer and able to, to be relaxed and can talk and say what exactly was on their minds. And one of the things that I will put in place is, you know, the brand is tea time, dish and tea with big meat. Well, no, it'll be tea time with the mayor, with Mayor Meach. <laughs> and it allows the okay. citizens to call in on a weekly basis and be able to express their opinions and, and concerns directly to me, mm -hmm. however they feel it, without having to be rushed. Because when you go down to City Hall, 
we only have three minutes of right. talk time mm -hmm. and they they cap it to a 36 minute total time for for comments that means that if everyone does the whole three minutes that's only 12 people that get a chance to talk at city council meeting right every two weeks that makes no sense so that's one of the things that we have to do is give the people time to talk and yes it becomes a little it, it's a little tedious because a lot of folks are not succinct and you know they, they they go over the wilderness and through the woods honey to get to a point mm -hmm. but a lot of times you know that's needed because they want to be heard they want to know that you hear them they want to see you in their neighborhood they want to see you at uh sister mary allen's uh daughter's wedding reception or whatever they want to see you come to the park mm -hmm. when the park is open and i got a family reunion out here it's okay to come right through there hey how y'all doing over there okay. you know so i can flash and say oh i know the mayor you know a lot of folks want to have that personal that personal touch and just to and know that you don't that you think of them more often than just when you're campaigning then just when you're campaigning, then just when it's time to pay a bill, then just when it's time for taxes, then just when it's time when I need you to fill out your census form so to, so that we can get your, your federal dollars. Okay. Because as long as you see me as a dollar sign, then you're going to treat me as such. Mm -hmm. So greater access, thats uh, I, I think that's something that all representatives of, of the people in you know whatever capacity need to focus on. Exactly. So uh, again, now... Mr. Taylor, thank you for sharing that with me uh, and with our audience. And uh, we only, sadly, only have uh, a couple of minutes left here. Uh, if someone wanted to speak to you now about your campaign, mm -hmm. how would they go about it and where can they find out more about, uh, about your campaign and how they can offer support and hear your views on, uh, on issues in College Park? Everything about my campaign, they can go to Demetrius Taylor for mayor.org. That's D E M E T R I S T A Y L O R, the number four, mayor.org. They can go there. That's my website for this particular cycle. And uh, everything that they need to know about, about the platform, uh, there's video clips of me being on, on, on uh, other radio shows and stuff that I've said. Uh, I have a Facebook page under the same name, Demetrius Taylor for Mayor. You can go there and see some of the other clips that I put up. And also, you can call me directly. My phone is 24-7-404-914-5610, and I'm happy to answer any question. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care if you feel as though it's disrespectful. I will let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, But at the same time, I don't want to shy away from those particular kinds of questions because a lot of folks, you know, you get folks that want to be persnickety and snarky and carrying on just, just to throw a monkey wrench. Mm -hmm. But one of the things about the world that we know is that monkey wrenches do happen and they come out of nowhere. So I'll take those questions. Okay. Now give us the, give us your telephone number one more time, please. 404-914-5610. That's 404-914-5610. 5610. Mr. Taylor, thank you very much. Good luck on your campaign. And now I'm going to pull the journalism hat off and put the host hat back on and uh -huh. uh, let you and everyone know uh, how grateful I am that you came on the show to, uh, to talk about your blog talk radio show, Dishing Tea with Big Meech and with, uh, with your campaign. And I want to tell you on a personal level that I'm very proud of the steps that you're taking. 
Uh, a lot of people do notice that there are problems in society, but some of them don't even take the time to vote. Mm-hmm. And, but you taking a very active role in trying to be the solution to the problems that you see, that is very admirable. And I wish you all the best in this. Thank you. I appreciate that. And let me let me let the people know this. A lot of us get caught up in the big stuff, the president, the governor. But it's your local politics because you are right there, people. Everything around you within your city, you can reach out and touch. You can go down to your city council. You can go down to city hall. They see you on a daily basis. This is where your power really is. A lot of us think that we don't have a voice. No, you do. If you don't understand it, that's fine. You can take the time to get to learn it. But your local votes, the local elections are always most powerful because that's directly on you. I don't care who you vote for. Just mm-hmm. make sure that you exercise your vote, your voice and your experience and your privilege and your right to vote. Well said. Very good. Very good. Demetrius, thank you once again for uh, for coming on. And listen, this is just too short a time. I'm going to have to ask you to come back. Would you think you'd be agreeable to that? Anytime, you know, talking is my hobby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to let you indulge in your hobby from time to time. <laughs> it was a true pleasure having you on today. Thank you so much. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Are you enjoying the Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes podcast with Wayne Bibbs? Have you given more thought to your own experiences and not following your dreams? Who and what you let stand in your way and what you can do to rid yourself of that toxic behavior? Now you can support Wayne's efforts to create more free content to reach more people. Please consider a monthly donation in support of the podcast so that we can continue to offer you stories from Wayne and his guests to encourage you to embrace and follow your dreams, as long as those dreams don't involve any sort of harm to yourself or anyone else. You can subscribe to the podcast on several platforms, and you can follow The Virulent News on Twitter, now X, and Instagram. The Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. We thank you for your support. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of The Virulent News. Join us next week when we'll have a return visit from a guest from Season 1, Madison Sasser. She's a Generation Z blogger and a talented author. She'll be sharing some of her Gen Z insights and some information about her work in progress. This has been The Virulent News, Toxic Habits and Attitudes. I'm your host, Wayne Bibbs. Join us again next week. Until then, take care.